They're coming, wiki wiki. Can you get some towels for me, please? I'm really losing a lot of blood. You sound like you're from London. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from London. Kill List is a British crime horror film released in 2011 and directed by Ben Wheatley. Kill List tells the story of Jay, a hitman who's still reeling from a botched assignment takes up a new one that results in unthinkable consequences. The movie is available on Tubi. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Jay is a former British soldier turned hitman who lives with his wife Shell and son Sam. For unexplained reasons, Jay is traumatized for a previous box to Simon in Kiev. Due to this, Jay has not been employed for eight months, to which Shell encourages him to find work. Jay's friend Gal, who is also a hitman, informs Jay of a contract job to which Jay accepts. They meet with their employer, and he gives them a list of three people they must kill. The employer cuts deep into Jay's hand and makes him sign the contract in blood, solidifying the deal. The first target on the list is a priest. Just before Jay kills him, the priest thanks him. The second person on the list is a librarian. Going through his home, Jay and Gal find videos that disturb Jay to the point of tears. Angry, Jay tortures the librarian and forces him to tell him who is responsible for the videos. The librarian gives him the information, then thanks Jay before he beats him to death with a hammer. After killing the librarian, Jay and Gal decide to leave the contract unfulfilled. Complaining of the pain and the deep cut he got earlier by the employer, Jay goes to the doctor. His usual doctor is not there. Instead, his new doctor is only there to give him odd advice instead of tending to his infected wound. Meeting with the employer once again, Jay and Gal are told to finish the contract or else they and their families will be killed. The last target on the kill list is a member of parliament. Arriving at the location, Jay and Gal witness a mass cult performing a human sacrifice. Jay opens fire on them, forcing the cult to pursue them. The cult capture Gal and gut him. Writhing in pain, Jay Mercy kills Gal but is then knocked unconscious by an attacker. When Jay wakes up, he is in a field surrounded by the masked cult. Jay is forced to fight the Hunchback, who is a masked and cloaked person. They engage in a knife fight which Jay defeats, stabbing it multiple times in the back. The cloak is removed and it is revealed that the Hunchback was Shell, with Sam strapped to her back. The cultists remove their masks, revealing to be the employer and the strange doctor among them. The film ends with the cultists applauding Jay as they crown him as a new member of the cult. You know, there are movies out there, specifically horror films, is what I'm saying, is that you don't need 20 million jump scares for it to be considered a horror film. Sometimes all you need is a compelling story, mad suspense, and a little bit of gore thrown in there. And this fucking film fits exactly that. One of the most underrated horror films out there, out of England, that is Kill List. I can't wait to get into this, man. So without further ado, let's get started. So welcome, everybody, to episode number 35. 35. 35, brother. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I still remember the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode number 35 of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your hosts. Fantastic as always. I'm Ticket the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Kill this, brother. This is my pick. Yep. 
I still remember the first time I saw this movie, man. My introduction to this was that this movie used to be on Netflix and uh, the character that plays Gal, mm-hmm. right? I thought that was Tim Roth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can you see A little bit? Yeah, yeah okay. okay. So I was watching Netflix and then I thought it was him like in the on the heading. Huh. And I was like, oh, Tim Roth, cool. Let me check out this movie. I've never heard of it because I like Tim Roth a lot. Yeah. And so I checked it out and I'm like, okay, where the fuck is he? And it says he's not even in it. And then I said, oh, fuck, that sounds pretty good, though. And I just watched it and it just compelled me through the very end, dude. And the ending fucking shocked me, man. Yeah. I was like, my jaw was on the ground for it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I couldn't wait to add this one to our horror film reviews in the month of October, man. And uh, what do you got off to say of? to this brother what do you say you know you i remember you recommended to me a while back and i hadn't watched it and then now that we're doing it for the podcast i watched it and i enjoyed it but there was like moments of deja vu where i thought i maybe had seen it before mm-hmm. but i'm not sure i think uh too many years of beers <laughs> it, it may i may have seen it before but um i'm not 100 percent sure but overall man yeah it was a good recommendation i, I really you, enjoyed it yeah, yeah. And the thing is, too, is like, you know, there's no ghosts, there's no demons, mm. there's no goblins. Yeah. You know, it's just a fucked up situation that happens between these hitmen, mm-hmm. you know? And we'll dive into that more. We'll dive, we'll break down this movie. But the discussion does not start without opening up some beer. So, bro, let me know what we're drinking tonight. Tonight, we are drinking Boddington's Pub Ale. <laughs> One pint. Smooth and creamy. I mean, this. This is out of England, so it's only... Oh, Oh, shit, shit, yeah. (laughs) That's a first. Well, I wasn't expecting to have to shotgun a beer, but... Yeah. Fuck. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. It reminds me of like a... Damn. Like uh... (laughs) a... I don't think that's ever happened before on this podcast, where the beer... Oh, is this uh... a... Oh, yeah. Okay. You've had it before? Uh, no, I think it's uh, one of those nitro ones, right? Like, uh, Is it? It doesn't say. I hear Dude, it. Can you hear it? Yeah, I hear it too. Yeah, I think I fucked mine up. So we fucked it up then. It should have been poured. No, it says, for best results, serve cool, but not ice cold. So uh, 40, I guess we're in the right temperature range. Should uh, I take it out of the freezer then, the other ones? <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll take them off in a bit. Dude. Yeah, in a bit. They're, they're, they're still pretty... Yeah. All right, but, let's take one more sip, brother, and then uh, we'll get into our shout-out and story time with Tiki, brother. Bottoms it. up. Cheers. Mm. Yeah, I like this. It's nice and smooth. I always yeah. like, like nitro beers. All right, so our shout-out of the week goes to my goldenrod brother of over 20 years, man. The good brother. I've never called him by his real name, but we're going to go and call him Fatto. <laughs> Fatto all the way from Goldenrod, man. Love you, brother. Cheers. Thank you so much for being a listener from the very beginning. He's also been very kind to putting us on his stories on Instagram. Uh, he'll message me sometimes from, you know, here and there for movie recommendations. And, uh, yeah, I got a good fucking story, man, about this good brother. And, uh, actually, this uh, Fatto is actually the brother of Roach. The Ooh, gentleman that. that we gave the shout out to, the one that looks like Hussein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're brothers. All right. So they they both listen to us. All right. So cheers to you guys. Cheers. All right, man. I got a great fucking story, man. Roach was right next to me when this one happened. So it's time for everybody's favorite segment story time with Tiki, brother. Let's do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
do it. And let the English see you do it. All right. So I got to bring up a couple other people in this, man. And uh, first one is my good brother over 25 years. I love you so much, brother. I miss you. Danny Urbina. He was right here when this happened. So we were, in, we were kids in Goldenrod at one time. And we somebody lit up a tennis ball on fire. Oh, God. And we were just kicking the ball around. We were all in a circle and we just kicked it. Uh-huh. And Danny kicked the ball at Fado. But Fado didn't do anything, just let it go by him, and it <laughs> rolled under a car. <laughs> nice. So, you, like I mentioned before, dude, in in like previous episodes, in Golden Ride, we'd slap the shit out of you, you did something stupid. Mm-hmm. Usually, we would yell, like, slap, you know, and mm-hmm. then we'd fucking get, nah, dude. So, it happened, we see that the, fuck, it was like the slowest developing thing I've ever seen, too. Like, the ball <laughs> just going underneath the car. Yeah. So, Danny goes under the car, fucking gets it out, dude, and one fluid motion just fucking gets up and slaps the fucking dog piss out of Fat Ob, dude. <laughs> he had a little mullet at the time, so his little mullet was flapping, too. Oh, That's God. what made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, Ra- Roach was right next to me when it happened, so we were having fat attacks. Nice. And there's times when we go to go around, we kick it and shit. And I, I always bring up that story, man. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, not to him. He, I think he was crying. When it happened, but, but now that we're older and we realize how fucking stupid it was, it was yeah. it is pretty fucking hilarious. So, Fado, there's story time with you, my brother. Uh, this is a shout out to all the hardworking fathers out there that the good brother Fado is, man. So, hardworking fathers out there, do everything for your kids, man. This wig is for you. So, bottoms up. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. Let's rank this beer. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first or me? Uh, you go first since you brought it. Thank you, man. Yeah, this is really. Uh, does it say it's creamy, dude? Where the fuck does it say it's creamy? On the front, it says smooth and creamy. I don't see shit. It's the little red circle. Ah, here we go. I'm Thank you. Go. Yeah, this is really good, man. Uh-huh. It is smooth. I don't see the ABV on this quite yet. Not that it matters. This is good shit right here. This I'm not. I don't really drink like British brew often, mm-hmm. but I'm really digging this. Give me three and a half stars on this one, brother. Nice. Uh, yeah, this one tastes pretty good. I think it's close to the temperature range. It may be a little bit warmer than 41 degrees, but it's really smooth. I'm assuming it's nitro. It says it's drop flow system yeah you can hear it like yeah it's got the can it's got like one of those little balls in there that releases i'm assuming Mm -hmm. like the nitrogen or whatever to i don't know i'm just assuming but that's why your can opened all fucked up huh i think so i swear i I didn't shake it no yeah i don't know maybe (laughs) i fucked it up maybe i opened it too slow i think you're supposed to open it fast but anyways this beer is really good i'm gonna give this a four four out of five man yeah that's what's up man all right, one more swig for the good man right here, brother. And we'll get into the premise of this film that has killed this. Bottoms up, brother. Cheers. Mm. All righty. So the premise of this film, that kill list, is uh, there are two British soldiers that are turned hitman, right? They, one of them, we don't, uh, we don't know why, but he is like traumatized from something, uh-huh. right? I'm assuming it was like shit that he saw in the war mm-hmm. out in Kiev. That's what they say. All they say is that it was a botched assignment, right? Yeah. So because of this, he hasn't had a job in eight months to where his friend tells him, I have a job. It's a hitman job. And he joins him, mm-hmm. right? And then just a bunch of fucked up shit happens. They have to kill three people. And just just unimaginable shit happens to them, man. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the characters, brother. Let's do it. 
the main character here is Jay, played by Neil Maskell. And I will say, bro, I have never seen any of these characters or these uh, actors and actresses in any other movie. I have not even seen anything from Ben Wheatley, the director. Okay. So when we do the the segment of other work, I have absolutely nothing. This is my introduction to every single one of these guys. Okay. All right. Unless you saw any of them. Uh, I want to say, I think I've seen the character Gal before, mm -hmm. the actor, but I'm not 100% certain. I have to look it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's bring him up right now, man. Gal. Mm -hmm. Who's played by Michael Smiley? Yes, he is the friend of Jay, the other hitman. And the next character we're going to get to is Shell, which is the wife of Jay, played mm -hmm. by Mayanna Burring, lovely lady. Uh, in this film, she's uh, seen speaking Swedish. Yes. So I don't know if uh, she is a Swedish person or. I think so. I think they they say that she is. Okay. Next person is Fiona, which is Gal's. Uh, Girlfriend, mm -hmm. played by Emma Fryer. Again, I have not seen this woman or anybody else. We're going to get into the little kid, Sam. This is Jay and Shell's uh, little son, Sam, played by Harry Simpson. And the last character I'm going to bring up is the client. Uh, the one who hires uh, Jay and Gal mm -hmm. for this contract, uh, played by Struan Roger. Mm -hmm. All right, so those are the characters right here, brother. One more swig for the good men, and then we're going to get into and dive into and break down this film. What do you say? Let's do it. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Okay, so the film begins with a symbol being carved out. It is a very important symbol, and we do see it throughout the film. Mm -hmm. All right? More of that a little later. And then the film actually begins with a straight-up argument between Jay and his wife, Shell. Yeah. And off the bat, bro, Shell, she's feisty, brother. Yeah. She doesn't take shit from anyone. Yeah, she's right. mad at him because he hasn't worked in eight months, right? Mm -hmm. There's no money. It's unemployed. Yeah. And then you can kind of see, dude, that Jay, mentally, he's not there, right? Because mm -hmm. he gets, like, simple tasks such as, like, uh, going grocery shopping. And yeah. he can't even do that because it's, like, the essentials. You know, you get toilet paper. You get, like, mm -hmm. food and stuff. Instead, he gets a grip of fucking uh, wine, alcohol. Yeah. Wine and shit like that. Uh, after this argument, they do have, um, you know, I do say that Shell is feisty mm -hmm. but she's it's because she cares so much about him you know yeah and after the argument you see that she's a little remorseful she like she's like hugging him because she knows mentally although we don't know it's his wife so i'm pretty sure she's aware of what he's going through mentally yeah so, so she hugs him and then they start play fighting dude right mm -hmm. and if you notice when they're play fighting it's it's shell it's uh, Jay and their son, Sam. Mm -hmm. And you can see Sam uh, kind of being getting kind of like a piggyback ride from Shell. Yeah, I didn't notice that. That was, that was a good catch. Fuck. <laughs> now that we know the ending, bro, it's, uh -huh. like, I saw, it's like a little foreshadowing right there. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Ooh, fucking name. And that, that fucked me up on a second viewing. Yeah. All right. So then we get the introduction to, uh, to Gal and Fiona. Uh -huh. Gal, like I mentioned, is the friend of uh, Jay who they were uh, British soldiers mm -hmm. turned hitman, right? Uh, you even see a picture of them like in the army, like doing the service and stuff. They're in their uniform and everything. Uh -huh. All right. So Fiona is Gal's girlfriend. To me, she came off as like very weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then it all makes sense at the very end, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they, they have like a, a very brief uh, dialogue between uh, Jay and Gal. They're talking about a job. It's just uh, really 
like under the breath type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and that gets brought up a little later. So that's just to like plant the seeds that uh, Gal has a job offering for for Jay, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we get into a dinner scene, right, where uh, where Fiona says that she works for Human Resources, <laughs> yeah, and fucking quotations. I put Human Resources, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Jay gets fucking angry, dude, mm-hmm. because like, uh, what's uh, I'm blanking on her name right now. I'm Shell? sorry, Shell. Thank you. Uh, Shell brings up his unemployment, mm-hmm. the war, and shit like that. And then he like flips his fucking plate over. <laughs> yeah. And then you know when when there's like an argument like that, maybe like you go behind doors and say like, "Hey, what the fuck? Fuck no!" She fucking ang. She yells right back at him. Yeah. And says, "What the fuck is this?" And then poor Sam is overhearing everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which did you notice that Sam wasn't part of the dinner? <laughs> yeah, they sent him to bed because they were drinking and yeah. stuff. It was like an adult dinner. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's like the war, right? The war is what triggers Jay here. Well, because he was talking about what he does, right? And he was saying that he was like an IT guy or something selling stuff. But then he brings up the that he was working like in Iraq, right? And then mm-hmm. yeah, Shell says, well, that war ended, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what triggers him to be like, all right, fuck it. Like, because she's still like taking little jabs at him and he just snaps. Mm-hmm. There's a scene, not to go too much forward into the plot, but mm. there's a scene uh, when we go forward where Jay sees some videos and he like breaks down and shit. Uh-huh. Because I'm under the impression that it's the war that fucked him over. Yet the premise of this film is that he had a botched assignment in Kiev. Yeah, well, we never know what happens in yeah, Kiev. I thought, a... they, I thought they were going to reveal it, but they, I mean, spoiler, they never do. Yeah, they never do. And... Uh, I don't think he could have been fucked up from the war because, I mean, that's a obviously a pretty traumatic experience for mm-hmm. most people. Mm-hmm. But I think they say more along the lines, whatever happens in Kiev is what fucks him up. Mm-hmm. So he was, from the war, he became a hitman, right, with his friend? Yes. And then it doesn't really say if he was messed up from the war, just from Kiev. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because when, uh, more on that a little later, when he sees the tapes... Yeah. We we don't know what's in the tapes either. Yeah, we we never see. So it's only for us to like speculate what the fuck it was about mm-hmm. and shit like that. Uh after that whole uh other argument they have, Gal and Jay have another like uh talk mm-hmm. about the job. Yeah. To where you can overhear uh Jay saying, oh, Okay, so there's three on the list. Mm-hmm. Right? And when and then when that happens, you see that Jay goes to like his his guns. Mm-hmm, he's yeah. got like a bit like an array of weapons that yeah. he has and shit. So we already know he's he's been in the army. And we we know that Shell has too, because he's the one that's that Shell got it. Mm. It's like a pretty gnarly uh I guess it'll be assault rifle, mm-hmm. which is pretty illegal in <laughs> in England, especially. So yeah, they're both still connected in weird ways, I guess you could say, to the military. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into a weird scene right here with Fiona. Fiona goes to their to the bathroom mm-hmm. and she carves a symbol, the same symbol where the, the movie began. Yeah. It's like this really unique symbol, but she carves it like in the back of a mirror. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, oh, one thing I forgot to mention too is that earlier in the film, uh Jay was shaving. Yep. And his uh, son Sam, he kind of like bumps into him mm-hmm. and it, it gives him a neck. So he starts bleeding and he wipes it off with uh with like a toilet paper. Yeah. But he leaves the bloody toilet paper right there. So when Fiona's carving the, the symbol in the back of the mirror, she sees the bloodied, 
uh, toilet paper, mm-hmm. and she like she rubs it on herself, but then keeps it. Yeah. So I have a theory uh, a little later when we go forward about that. Okay. But I just thought it was really unique. And so we already know like the premise of the movie, right? Mm. So now it's like, okay, Fiona now is fucking weird for carving this fucking thing. So you know mm-hmm, yeah. she's up to no good. Yeah. Right? Let me get a swig right here, brother. Cheers. Hmm. All right. So the next thing we see that uh, a rabbit has been found and it's dead, right? So yeah. they ha- they have a pet cat and it kills it So mm. to where Jay takes this rabbit and fucking cooks it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was more to enhance that mentally uh, Jay's still fucked and he decides to like cook this fucking rabbit that's been killed. Like, like yeah. who the fuck would want to like cook a fucking animal that was dead in your lawn? Yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah. But he, he has excuses that the cat is giving him an offering, right? So in, mm-hmm. later on in the film, we figure out that he has... He's got like survival skills, right? So yes. eating, eating rabbit isn't weird for him. Mm-hmm. Yes. To go a little forward now, uh, we go to where Jay and Gal meet. And this is right before they are about to meet the employer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by this time now, we already know that Jay has accepted this contract job with three people on the list that they mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. So before they go meet the employer, I was under the impression here that Gal got dumped by Fiona because they talk about this. Yeah. Because he says, oh, I, I had a deer john around my cock or something mm, like that, right? Yeah, he says like uh, he she taped it around his, his cock. His, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we're led to believe that she dumped him because mm-hmm. she disappeared. This mm-hmm. is after they were both really drunk too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, because like the, the problems stemmed from Jay and Shell. Mm-hmm. Fiona wasn't really, F- Fiona and Gal weren't really like I thought they were doing fine, but of course, yeah. you know, we ne- we never know shit behind closed doors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. All right, so let's get to the part where they meet with the employer. Uh-huh. So they meet with the employer. The employer tells them, all right, here's a list of three people you absolutely have to fucking kill. Mm-hmm. And to solidify this contract, he fucking cuts Jay yeah. and makes him sign. Dude, this cut is deep as fuck. Yeah, I know. What's up with all these movies where they cut your hands, but they <laughs> like unnecessarily cut so fucking much like remember the yeah, thing where yeah. it's like oh you need some blood let me just slice a fucking three yeah. inch hole in my thumb <laughs> yeah like, god damn you just need a little sample man i know Fuck. just give him, give him a little give him a little poke <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude yeah and it's funny too because like in this movie they have a little bit of like humor too with it you know because uh-huh. because jay complains that the fucking cut was like really deep yeah and then gal goes is it your winking hand <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah he's like no it was like every cloud has its linings right or yeah whatever, for, for as like dark this movie is they at least bring in like a little humor to it mm-hmm. a little british humor yeah you know so then they they go to leave to do the job they do this hotel chicken chicken check in my bad dude what the fuck Murray's <laughs> slurring my fucking words here bro. oh man all right, so there's a whole dinner scene, right? And th- to me, like, I-, I don't know if this was, like, by design or anything like that, but uh, there's a man playing guitar, and he starts singing about yeah. the war. By the way, that guy was in Game of Thrones. Oh, was he? He's one of the Night's Watch. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah, catch that. Yeah, he's Jon Snow's, like, right-hand man, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, go back. I, I, mm. I, I'm blinking on the dude's name. Uh, I'll get yeah. it later, dude. I didn't capture. Yeah, so, like, the song... The song he's singing is kind of like a war song. Oh, is it? Yeah. 
Huh. It's a war song because like I watched uh, this film in subtitles, uh-huh. right? And then the parentheses said war song with huh. with like a musical tone on it. I thought they were like religious people, weren't they? That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's another thing. I would advise for you guys to watch this movie with subtitles mm-hmm. because a lot of the dialogue, man, they talk fast mm-hmm. and with the accent and everything. I think it's better to watch it with dialogue uh, with subtitles so that you don't miss anything. Yeah, it's always good to watch subtitles. Yeah. But yeah, this uh, this group, I took them as religious people. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought they could be in a Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, <laughs> swig right there, man. <laughs> hmm. Holy shit! Good shit right there, brother. Yeah. But yeah, so like the whole religious theme and the whole war song or whatever is kind of like ticks off something in Jay. Yeah. Where he goes to the guy and he says, you're giving me indigestion. Yeah. Like, that's enough. And he's like, you're not Jimi Hendrix. And he yeah. fucking throws he the throws, guitar yeah. down. Uh, yeah. yeah, it just, it's further to, to establish that Jay, whether if it's war or even a religious thing, he's just not with it. Yeah. You know, because mentally, again, he's not, he's not all up there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I also like how Gal like apologizes for him, mm-hmm. but he does it in such a way that he's like really, uh, it's like really tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's like underhanded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, and then again, to show that Jay is like really fucking unstable, man. Yep. And then this goes into the first person on the kill list, and this is the priest. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't really see much from the priest. They They go to his house. Uh, I do like that when they go to, or not, they go to the church, right? And then, yes. unless he has a fucking room there or something like that. Yeah, right? they're scoping him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all there was was like church music mm-hmm. playing. And then everything that they speak is like inaudible to then where they go to the priest and they corner him in a room. Yeah. And they like, they put like plastic over everything. So it's not like a dirty job, you know? Yeah. It reminds me of Dexter. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> So then he fucking shoots him, but right before the priest gets shot, he says, thank you. Yeah. So Which is odd as hell. It's odd as fuck. It's like, did this motherfucker want to be killed? Did he know he was a fucked up person? We don't know. And we don't really know either. Like, yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah. I, I still, to me, I was like, why the fuck is this guy saying thank you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then and then once that job is done, Jay Skypes with Shell mm-hmm. to where Shell says... Like, she's like, it's like, was it a clean kill or something like that? So it's like, shit. So now even she is aware of the job. Yeah. As she should, right? Because she was the one encouraging Jay. You haven't had a job in eight months. Go out and get a fucking job. Do something. Yeah. It's important to also note that Shell was a member of the, what was she? uh, Swedish? Swedish. Special forces or something? Or she was in the army. Back at the dinner scene. Because they bring up like, oh, they made you do that? She's like, no, I wanted to do it. Yes. So- they both have military connections. Yeah. So she's like kind of part, she's in on his jobs, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. And then we go to the second person on the kill list. Mm-hmm. So when when this happened, when the second one was like, it's like, oh shit, we're really going to the second one? Yeah. It's like, there's only three and this movie's only like 30 minutes in, you mm-hmm. know? But then like it fucking like spreads out and shit like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So they start like scoping out the second person. And he goes by thy librarian. Yeah. Okay. So they go into his home and Gal finds these fucked up videos. And again, we never see what are in these videos. 
Yeah. So then he makes Jay watch them. He doesn't then, make Jay. Remember, because yeah. he they go and they scope him out and he goes to this weird like lockup, they call it, right? So mm-hmm. it's like an off-site storage place. And then Gal just says, let's just go kill this guy. Mm-hmm. And Jay's like, no, we're going to go see what's in the lockup. So they go into the lockup. And Gal's over there just looking at the at the videos because they're like, is this guy a porn dealer? It's like, mm-hmm. no, there's not enough porn. Like, he can't be. So then Gal turns on the thing and it's like a, a woman screaming is pretty yeah. much all you hear. Yeah. And he's like, turns it off in disgust after like maybe 10 seconds. And he's like, oh, mate, you don't want to see what's on there. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, now I got to fucking see what's on there. Yeah. Then Jay goes and watches it. And then he like is brought to tears. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And again, we don't know what the fuck he's watching. I'm, I was still under the impression that it was like shit that happens in the war. Uh, I thought that it was that. I thought he was just having flashbacks of the war. I don't think so because I think it's it's like some weird sex themed dungeon that this guy mm-hmm. has, like this lockup. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's kind of like they're probably watching like a snuff film, like some kind of torture murder thing going on, yeah. and that is what triggers Jay because he saw a lot of that shit. I'm sure. Yeah. And especially against like women, like he probably is not a big fan. I'm assuming yeah. as anybody would be or wouldn't right. be. Yeah. So then the librarian comes home and then they just start beating the shit out of him. (laughs) They torture him, man. Yeah. And Jay even says, I want you to give me information on who the fuck people, who the people are responsible for these videos, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, While that's going on, Gal goes and finds like money, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, While Jay's still beating the shit out of him and torturing him. (laughs) Yeah. And then after he gets the information, the librarian thanks him. Yeah, once Gal's away, yeah. he's like, oh, by the way, I know who you are. Yeah. And he's like, I want to thank you. It's like, what the fuck? I thought that was, yeah, I think yeah. the quote was, he's like, does he know who you are? Meaning, oh, does, does yeah. Gal know who mm-hmm. you are? Yeah. And he's like, who the fuck are you talking about? And then he says, thank you. Mm-hmm. Pissed off by this, he grabs the hammer and just beats the shit out of him, dude. Uh-huh. That scene was crazy, dude. Like, dude, you that could, was He hits him right in the fucking head, like, over and over. <laughs> oh, yeah, they show it, too. They don't cut away. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, that's... Uh... Oh, God. Yeah. So, like, when they they end up going to the address of the people that the librarian gave the information from. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, these fuckers are not on the kill list. Yeah. So, they shouldn't be anywhere near these fucking guys. These Mm -hmm. guys, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But Jay Jay is just... Go for it, bro. I was like, even Gal is like, you want to go off list right now? Yeah. Already? So, he's already getting his patience worn thin because he knows that Jay is... He's kind of going off the handle, right? Yeah, dude. He fucking kills like these random people in there. I think he, there's a dog. Yeah, he kills that, the goddamn dog, dude. Yeah, dude. What uh, is it? With, I swear, I don't remember the dog dying. So uh, when like we have all these films like we've been reviewing where dogs are being murdered, dude. I know. What the fuck? It wasn't by design, dude. I know. I, I, hate I, I can it. assure you there's no theme. Yeah, I'm sick of uh, dogs dying at this point. All right. It's already <laughs> going past my number one rule here. Yeah. But the <laughs> thing is, dude, like these brutal, these deaths are brutal, dude. Yeah. Just the way they are. Mm-hmm. yeah oh man just crazy shit man and then uh gal he there's a quote he says later on mm-hmm. to jay we're not quite there yet but I, I just think it's important to bring it up now just because like jay's going ape shit yeah but when he tells him like fuck dude like you need to calm the fuck down like you are like a psycho on crack yeah and it's like fuck dude like you see how he is and shit dude it's like he needed to leave or let this like steam off somehow yeah, you know, because it feels like he's been bottling everything. Yeah, when uh, when Gal walks in and he finally finds him, because remember he says like, "Oh, if I don't come back in twenty minutes, mm-hmm. come get me." Mm-hmm. So he has to go because it takes longer. And that one, the last guy he's beating up, 
he beats him up so fucking bad. He looks like Windows. Remember after he yeah, dude. <laughs> his base is all like goopy and shit. Mm-hmm. God damn. That was again, dude. This is brutal shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, dude, they go to this area where they burn shit. Uh-huh. What exactly were they burning, dude? Were they burning the tapes? Like they're burning, we the, they're burning the bodies. I think is that what it was, dude? Yeah. I don't. I don't remember like them like bringing bodies with them. Of course, they're not gonna fucking leave evidence, right? Yeah. They're fucking do that. Yeah, I don't think they they go into that much. Like evidence. what I thought it was was the tapes. Like mm. they went back, but then again, it's like why why the fuck would they get the tapes? Like, uh-huh. uh, you know, if like you never even see them taking the tapes. Yeah, I think it's the bodies because remember when they when. Jay beats that guy with a hammer, and then mm-hmm. Gal finally comes back. It's like, all right, well, you're going to clean up this fucking mess. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, I'll do it then. So they still have some bit of professionalism where they're going to mm-hmm. clean up after themselves. Mm-hmm. But that's what I thought. Yeah, while the while they're burning the bodies then, let's assume it's the mm-hmm. bodies, dude. Yeah, yeah. Jay says that he feels like no remorse. Yeah. He says, I don't feel fucking bad one bit. Mm-hmm. These are bad people. Yep. Yeah, and then this next part, bro, fucking threw me off, dude, because they go back to the hotel, mm-hmm. and Fiona is outside. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, is Fiona outside for Gal? Or because you only see that Jay looks out the window and Fiona's mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I don't know, because she was waving, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so far away, so we don't know if Jay recognizes that that's Fiona. Mm-hmm. And he just waves back, like strangely so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of an odd scene yeah but wouldn't you if you're jay wouldn't you say like hey dude or like hey mate i should say <laughs> hey mate your your ex lady was outside my fucking room that's what, what the i'm fuck saying is that all about she but was, they never bring that up she was far away i'm not sure he he knew it was her mm. i thought he just thought it was some random lady on the side of the road which is not less weird yeah by a whole lot but dude but then the next morning when they go home mm-hmm. fiona is his home Yes. That was fucking weird too cuz it's like yo like why are you you're my you're my mate's ex-girlfriend now. Why are you back at our home? Uh-huh. You know, which I thought was fucking weird. And what what I also thought was weird too is like why would they be home already? They still have another person on the kill list to mm-hmm. kill. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's because Gal made him go home cuz he acted crazy. Mm-hmm. So he was probably like, oh, you need to go home and just take your mind off of it, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah, they didn't finish the contract. Yeah, they didn't. But like, I was under the impression of like, okay, they're abandoning the kill list now. But it isn't until later when they say, fuck this. I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he goes home, though, he keeps complaining about his hand. Yeah. The same hand that fucking got cut real fucking deep, dude. <sighs> yeah. Right? So he's like, he... He can see that the wound has been infected badly. Yeah. When he takes off his shirt, he's got rashes all over his body, too. Yeah. Uh, that was brutal. Yeah. So he has to go to the doctor now. Mm-hmm. And so his usual doctor is not there. Instead, it's his weird doctor. I'm mm-hmm. going to call him strange doctor, right? Yeah. And he gives him, like, fucking the weirdest advice, dude. <laughs> it's not even about... It's like advice for life. Yeah. It's like, hey, fucker, like, you're my doctor. Tend to my wounds. Not fucking, you're, not my, you're not my therapist, my psychiatrist or anything like that, you know? Yeah, he's got some, like, gnarly blood infection, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, don't worry about that shit. It had me flashbacks to Barfly with the, <laughs> when he, he opens the door and he's got blood pouring down. I'm like, oh, go take a nap. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. what the fuck? Yeah, his advice, dude, is <laughs> the future. It's yeah. about the future. Uh-huh. It's like, you can't change the past. You can only go, like, what the future holds or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fucker, like... Like, why are you telling me this shit? Mm-hmm. Where's my doctor? Tend to my fucking wounds. This shit, like, that wound looked gnarly as yeah, fuck, Yeah, it's dude. infected as hell. Mm-hmm. So then we jump into the next scene. 
And this is where the cat, the same cat that killed the rabbit, mm-hmm. right, is hung. Yeah, it's like wrapped up all strange, huh? Yeah. So now you're wondering now, like, who the fuck would kill this cat? And so now let's remember that they haven't finished the kill list. Yeah. And they're home. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a hitman job isn't exactly a fucking job you can kind of call in sick for. You know, you got to fucking do your job. And you also got to wonder that if you don't fulfill this fucking job, then now you put your, not yourself, but your family potentially in danger as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. These people are not to be fucked with. Mm -hmm. So I was under the impression that uh, the client Mm -hmm. is the one that he put someone up to do this shit. Yeah, that's a good observation. I didn't think of that. I just thought, and that was obviously strange, especially the way the cat is... It's hung. Yeah, it's shit. like hung outside their door. Mm-hmm. So this is where Gal tells uh, Jay, he's like, "Hey, fuck this! I'm killing. I'm I'm quitting this this yeah. list because this is where the 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 quote comes in. He's like, "You're a psycho on crack." Yeah. He brings up Kiev, and then oh, and then this is one thing too is like, Gal says, "How do they know so much shit about us? Mm-hmm. You know, like they know about Kiev. They know about." They, they were talking about some pictures or whatever, but yeah. I, they don't bring up pictures, do they? I yeah, they see do. Any. When Gal and Jay are scoping out the priest, mm-hmm. or was it, it may have been the librarian, I'm sorry, but when they're out in the car talking and scoping out, which you, I think it was the librarian, they somebody took pictures mm. and they find those pictures. Actually, you know, it must have been the priest because they found the pictures in the librarian's yeah place, right oh, am, am i right yeah yeah you're right because remember he shows them he's like look at they have their somebody's been scoping us out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so now i'm under the impression again too is that it's the client yeah because he knows everything so let me back up now okay. so now i'm starting to think about fiona because earlier when we saw that fiona like fucking had that that blood and she wiped it on herself and mm-hmm. kept the tissue mm-hmm I'm thinking now that maybe she's in cahoots with somebody mm-hmm. and they know shit of them because maybe they could have gone that blood sample. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Right. More on that a little later. Right. So the next fucking scene, Jay says, well, I'm not fucking quitting when I'm, when I do something, I fucking finish it. Yeah. Yeah. And so because of this gal has to meet with the employer and the employer straight up fucking refuses. He says, Hey, you're going to have to do this kill list or, you're going to die and your family's going to die too. Yeah, I thought it was funny too the way he it's cuz it's him and Jay. Mm-hmm. They're talking to him and they're like, "Oh, we'll get you replacements. They even look like us." <laughs> it's pretty funny the way he says it. Yeah. And he's like, "Nope, nope. If you don't do this, I'm going to kill you and your family." Mhm. Mm-hmm. And then because of this, I'm assuming that Jay tells Shell because Shell then gets fucking scared and says, "Hey, I'm taking Sam with me for yeah. safety. Mm-hmm. I'm taking him to this cottage." Yep. Right? And then this is where Jay and Gal get into a fight. Yeah. They start arguing over shit because Jay's, uh, Gal tells Jay's like, hey, man, like, uh, Shell is scared. Mm-hmm. I talked to her on the phone to where yeah. he says, why the fuck are you even talking to my wife? Yep. And then they fucking fight, dude, right? Mm-hmm. And and then it's funny because in the next scene, after they fight, they're having a beer together. Yeah. They just, fr- like, squash the beef and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're they're close friends, obviously, right? Yeah. And there was, like, some underlying tension there. Because uh, Gal was like, I don't like the way you treat your woman, pretty much, mm-hmm. right? And he's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is it any of your business, right? And then they have their... Uh... Earlier in the movie, when they had that first uh, drinking session, I guess, when mm-hmm. they're at the party, they have like a play fight, which gets pretty rough. Mm-hmm. And this was like, maybe like one step beyond that. It was like kind of a serious fight, but they still are just friends. Yeah. 
But I like how they like cut, like they yeah, yeah, fight yeah. in it, and it cuts to the scene where they're just enjoying a beer. Yeah, like they're not even yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean... what's that British saying? Like they're two two blokes, right, dude? <laughs> yeah. Two good blokes, right? Yeah. We got a swig right there for that, man. Yeah. Hmm. Bottoms up, brother. Cheers. So now that their families are fucking threatened and shit, they have no choice but to go further with the kill list. Yeah. So the third person on the kill list, what they call him is the MP, which the MP stands for a member of parliament. Yep. So they go into the hideout into the woods, right? And I guess this is where like the rabbit comes back because like Gal finds a rabbit and cooks it Mm -hmm. and shit like that. I don't know if there's any symbolism. Nothing came to me. I don't think so. I think it's just kind of there to show that these guys are, they're like survivors, right? Yeah. Yeah. They can make do and they don't have any qualms with eating a rabbit. Mm -hmm. So they're at this hideout in the woods. They're sleeping and then they get awakened by noise. Yeah. When they go to look at the noise, they see that it's a fucking cult, man. Mm-hmm. It's a cult gathering. Yeah. And it looks pretty disturbing, man. They're all masked. Yeah. Some of them are nude. They have torches with them. Uh, the thing I'll say about this scene or a lot of these scenes around the third kill list is that to me, a lot of the scenes were just too fucking dark, man. Because okay. I, I get that they're in the dark and... They only want to do lighting with like the flashlights, uh-huh. but I didn't even know what the fuck I was looking at half the time. I didn't really run into that problem myself. I thought it was, I mean, obviously it's dark because they're yeah. in the woods at night mm-hmm. and also the when they run in the tunnels. I think it was, it was done deliberately to be claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I swear my TV settings are perfectly fine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was just like, I, I was like, what am I looking at? I can't yeah. see shit, you know, and whether or not that's what they were aiming for. Fine, fair enough. Okay. But it's just way too fucking dark for me, dude. Okay. Yeah, so when they see this cult, they see that there's a human sacrifice yeah. ritual, and they're going to they're going to hang a woman. Mm-hmm. So it's back up now, dude. So we do know that uh Jay has had the 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 guns, right? Mm-hmm. So the you let's remember that they're like fully equipped and then they're also in the army and all that uh-huh. shit. So they know what the fuck they're doing with these weapons. Yeah. So then Jay opens fire, dude. Yeah. And then Gaul just fucking like it it comes back to this like the psycho statement, the psycho yeah. on crack, because you can hear in the back Gaul saying, like, Jay, what the fuck? You know? Yeah, he said there's too many. I mean, mm. it's true. There's like probably forty people there. Yeah. And even with like a rifle, I mean, you're you it's just a bad choice. Yeah. The thing the thing I want to bring up though is that when Jay shoots the the woman that's hanging. Then you see like a man who like basically puts himself up like he wants to be shot. Yeah. Yeah. So is he sacrificing himself too? Yeah, I think so. So it's like a way of him saying thank yeah. you be- mm-hmm. without saying thank you. Just yep. like the previous people, yep. like the librarian and yep. the the priest, right? They said thank you. Yep. So it's like, fuck, are all these people connected? Mm-hmm. Like, are they all in cahoots? Do they yeah. all know each other? It's got to be. It has to, man. It's, oh man, good shit right there, man. It was it's crazy, but again, like you can hear Gao saying, like like Jay, what the fuck you doing, dude? Yeah. Because of this, they have to take off and they're running. Yep. And this is where they go through that tunnel that you mentioned, bro. Mm-hmm, yep. Again, I can't really see shit, but that now that you mentioned like the claustrophobic part of it, yeah, I definitely get it. The one thing I want to say though is like, why the fuck are you running in a tunnel? You have the woods behind you, man. If there's a tunnel there, this cold, I'm pretty sure they know their surroundings, man. Yeah, I think because that's where they enter in. They enter through the tunnel. 
that's where like their extraction point was right and they get lost though because mm-hmm. they run up to a brick wall they're like why is this bricked up i don't know if they bricked it up since they came in there or if it was bricked up and they just never had checked it but yeah they run to the tunnels because they're trying to they're trying to reach their escape point which they have like their cars mm-hmm. but that's why I still thought that was fucking stupid, dude. It it's was like, stupid it's like, because don't go in a tunnel. Yeah, dude. they're being chased by fucking forty people. Yeah, and that's a. I mean, it's a terrible. And they split up too. Jay leaves Gal behind, right uh-huh. at some point, because Gal's over there with the shotgun. He's mm-hmm. like mowing down the people coming through, and then Jay leaves them, and that's when they get fucked. Dude, the, I'm still thinking about the fucking tunnel. It's like <laughs> the whole fucking woods are right there, dude. The one thing I will say about horror films is that. In horror films, you always see people making the stupidest fucking decisions, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, you can knock out, like, check off a, a mark in the box for this one again I in could, horror films. I could be wrong, too, but I think this was, like, some kind of weird private island. So maybe the tunnel goes underneath to, like, the mainland. That's my only guess. Because mm-hmm. you're right. Like, why wouldn't they just go to the woods? Mm-hmm. But I think they were sticking to a plan because they, they arrived through that tunnel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really show a whole lot about them coming in, but you see them exit the tunnel as they're talking, and then they camp out. Yeah. So they're probably sticking to the plan of their extraction point, I'm guessing. Yes. So again, the cultists pursuing them, they end up capturing Gal. Yeah. They he, fucking got him, bro. Dude, he gets fucking stabbed in the stomach like five mm-hmm. times, man. He's like disemboweled, oh, bro. Yes. Like It's all hanging and everything. That shit is brutal, dude. Yeah. So out of a mercy killing, Jay fucking kills his friend, dude. He has to kill his friend. Yeah. The one that got him into this whole fucking mess, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Jay made everything worse, bro. He did. You know he fucked them. He fucked them both. Yeah. Yeah. And but, then, oh, go for it, bro. I was going to say, I like the emotion behind Gal because he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm spent, mate. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, he knows he's fucked because yeah. he's like trying to hold his guts in and shit. Like, ah, this yeah. is a brutal scene, man. It is, man. Like, although you can hardly see it, at least for me. Oh, dude, I saw enough. Let me tell you, I don't don't want to see more. If the lighting was better, dude, it was like, (laughs) damn, you know? Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. So the next day, right? All right, so they he kills Gaul out of a mercy killing. Yeah. So then he 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 leaves, right? Yeah. And then it looks like it's the next day where you see Jay just like walking through the forest Uh in broad daylight. It's like, fucker, get out of there. Yeah. Like, escape, dude. Like, why are you walking in the forest in broad daylight? Like, there's people around you who are probably looking for you, dumbass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then he ends up going back to the cottage. Yep. Somehow. Because mm-hmm. he has a car, right? Yeah. He that's he gets to the car that they were supposed to escape in. Mm-hmm. So they get to the cottage where Shell and Sam are in. But then after shit happens, they notice they can't leave because someone slashes their tires. Mm -hmm. So now they're fucked, bro. They have nowhere to go. (laughs) Yeah, they're cornered. But Jay decides, I'm going to go back because I got to kill this fucking person from Parliament, right? Mm -hmm. So they go back to the woods, same fucking area, and attacker fucks him up, knocks him the fuck out. Yeah. Brutal shit right there. Meanwhile, back at the cottage, Mm -hmm. you see Shell... And Sam, or it's just them two, someone's trying to get into their cottage Yeah. to where Shell brings out her background in the military mm-hmm. and starts shooting motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Good shit. So you know that she's she's down as fuck. That's why she's so fucking feisty, bro. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't stand down from anyone. Yep. All right? So we go back to Jay. When he wakes up, he is in a like a field with the, the same cult around them. And it's, remember, yeah. they have masks. Mm-hmm. Some of them are nude. Yep. They're all around him. And then they tell him, you need to fight the hunchback, man. Yeah. 
So the hunchback is a cloaked person that's also masked. And then they engage in a knife fight. And this fight doesn't really last too long. Mm-mm. It makes sense in a little bit. But when 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 Jade attacks and defeats the hunchback, he stabs the shit out of the hunchback a grip of times. Yeah. It was fucking brutal, dude. And then he takes off his mask. They uncloak the hunchback and you see Shell. Yep. And then they remove the cloak and you see that Sam, their fucking son, was strapped to her back. Yep. Fucking brutal. And this was the foreshadowing in the beginning when they were play fighting. Yep. When I said that she was like giving him a piggyback ride. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, on the second viewing when I saw this and then I saw that in the beginning, dude, I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) And then here's here's shit. Okay, because now we know Sam's been stabbed fucking a million times, basically. Yeah. He's fucking dead, dude. Mm -hmm. Right? uh, Shell is on the ground and she's fucking laughing, dude. Yeah. That's such a weird scene, man. I don't know. And this is what makes it worse. So now the cultists, they're all right there. They all take off their masks. Mm-hmm. And among the fucking people in the cult, you see Fiona. Yep. So Fiona, who carved the fucking uh, the symbol in the beginning, mm-hmm. who grabbed the tissue, the bloodied one. Now it makes sense that shit's like, hey, maybe she gave the blood sample to the client and they were able to get all this information from them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so more people take off their masks. The client is one of them in the cult. The strange doctor is one in the cult. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just fucked. I, the, the ending fucked me up, bro. Yeah. The hunchback is what fucked me up, dude. I just said, what the fuck, dude? And then now Shell is laughing at this, and it's like they were all in on it, man. Yeah. At least I thought they were all in on it, dude. Yeah, the ending on this gave me Antichrist vibes, dude. With oh, like wow. The, the weird people in the forest and shit, mm-hmm. you know? And Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Threw me for a loop. Yeah, and then the way the movie ends, man, like, Jay is just, like, surrounded by the cult. They're all applauding. Yep, and they crown him, yep. They crown him. He is the new member of the cult, and that's how Kill List ends, man. Mm. Fucking depressing, man. If fucked me up but overall man i was so engaged with the entire story again no jump scares no fucking ghosts Mm -hmm. no fucking goblins just a suspenseful story that has you on the tip of your toes it makes you keep thinking and then the the gore uh, parts of it the scenes are really gory they're brutal and shit yeah so you don't need 30 million jump scares in a horror film you just don't yeah and kill this is a perfect example of why man Mm -hmm. And we're going to get in. We don't have a segment for uh, extra work since this, these people are all new to me. Okay. All right. So unless you have anything, brother, like Michael Smiley or anything. No, I tried looking it up and then I didn't, I didn't see anybody or see anything that I recognize him in. Yeah. Uh, ben Wheatley, the director, he did make The Meg 2. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damien one time told me, he's like, hey, can you take me to the theater to see The Meg? Uh, I said, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to waste money and then part of my life watching a movie I know I'm not going to enjoy. Hmm. So, <laughs> but I, I, should I give it a chance? I don't know because I gave Kill List a chance. Yeah. You know, but I, the Meg 2, nah, come on, get the fuck out of here, dog. You give yeah. Samurai Cop a chance. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of this podcast, I did, man. <laughs> yeah. But all right, brother, let's give it our overall thoughts, man. Let's get to ranking this movie. What do you say, brother? Let's do it. All right, bottoms up. Swig for the good men right here for it. Cheers. Who goes first, brother? Hmm. I'll go first for this one. Sounds good. If you don't mind. Absolutely not. Um, this movie, I would say 
when I started watching it, I felt like it dragged a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of confused about what was going on. At some point, I was like, when is this going to be a horror movie? But it captured me as it went on. I liked the characters. I got invested. I wanted to know what was going to happen. I really liked the dynamic between Gal and Jay. Their like friendship and there was like some mystery. We never kind of find out what happened in Kiev, right? Mm -hmm. So there's still a lot of unexplained stuff that that leaves the the viewer kind of at a loss. But overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was shot pretty well. Yeah. Um, the acting was great. There was nobody that stood out to me as being bad. Overall, I'm gonna have to give this one a seven point five. Oh, nice, brother. Yeah, I really liked it. I feel like the more I watch it, the more it's gonna grow on me too. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you enjoyed it, brother. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So these these are my overall thoughts. I thought this movie was very suspenseful. Again, I, I did think like they were going to bring in the Kiev more, the mm-hmm. Kiev part, and they yeah. never did. Yeah. Uh, not exactly a letdown. It's just something that it makes you continue to wonder what the fuck happened. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's a very interesting story with very good acting. The cinematography, I didn't really mention it to a lot, but it was very solid. Mm. There's nothing wrong with it. The the gore stuff was brutal, man. The oh, killings, shit. the torture shit. Yep. Like, especially like the hammer scene. Mm. Like, just so fucking torture, uh, like brutal and shit like that. And I liked how they didn't shy away from it. From it. Uh, the twist ending absolutely fucked me up. I think the twist ending is what made me want us to review. That way you watched it. Mm. So Because I don't know anybody else that has seen this movie. Okay. Right? And I fucking enjoyed it man i will go out of my way to check it out again i'm also gonna give it seven and a half stars brother nice not not quite elite range yet there mm-hmm. are a lot of other like uh horror films that i enjoy more than this one mm-hmm. but this one's up there almost with elite range man it's a fucking great film man yeah. and I, I hope all of you take the time to go out of your way and check it out all right and we're gonna wrap it up right there man thank you all so very much for taking the time out of your busy day to check out this episode uh, please be on the lookout for next week. We're going to continue our month-long review of horror films. we got a very, very unique one yeah. coming up next week. Yep. This is Danny's pick, man. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get into that one. It, I have never seen a horror film quite like this one, man. Yeah, It, it has its own like uh, uniqueness to it that I, I... I can't wait to get into it, brother. Yep. But yeah. Uh, but please be on the lookout for that. Uh, remember to be kind to one another. And much love to all of you. Bottoms up. Peace. Mwah. See you later. Thank you again for joining us to the very end. Please join us next week as we continue our month-long horror film review as we review a Western horror film. And that movie is Ravenous, film directed by Antonia Bird. So please go out of your way to watch the film and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up.